Welcome to an entertainment edition of Radio Rehab. I'm your host, Dana. Today, I will be getting to interview Lakeith Stanfield, star of the new movie, Crown Heights. You might know him from Selma, from the very critically acclaimed movie, Get Out, also straight out of Compton, where he played Snoop Dogg. Crown Heights is the story of a man who was wrongfully convicted and imprisoned for the murder of someone. And it's a true story. Check out my interview with Lakeith Stanfield, who's like the coolest guy ever. Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys. We're here with Keith Stanfield, um, the star of Crown Heights, which was such an amazing movie. I had to interview other people after I watched the movie, and all I could think about was Crown Heights. And it was so hard Mm because I was trying to like... And I don't, I don't like to read about movies before I see them or know anything about it. So I didn't, I just went into it blind and I'm going like, Colin Warner, why do I know that name? And then of course, afterwards I was like, oh my God, I remember it from This American Life. Oh yeah, so you heard it. But, yeah. yeah, like yeah. I remember the whole story. Did you meet him? Yeah, I met him. Um, I spent some time with him um, and he introduced me to his family. They invited me into their house. It was so cool. And they had this like shrine set up in the corner of their house and they like blessed me with it before I really? went out to work. Yeah. He showed me pictures of his family, talked about all his family members and some that he hadn't seen in 20 years because he had been in prison and uh, some that actually had died while he was in prison and how he had to sort of struggle and deal with that. And that happens in the film. There are deaths that take Yeah, the place. grandmother. So that was really sad. I yeah. can't imagine if I was locked up and my grandmother died. Yeah, yeah. And so you, we bonded over those course of days. And he would show up on set um, intermittently throughout a shooting. And for me, it was always like, oh, sh-. like, and to an extent, I was like, all right, I got these. I never feel like I have eyes on me when I'm on set because right. I isn't, I'm just blacked out of it all. But at that time, every time he would show up, I would feel like, oh, now there's eyes. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm playing the dude. So there would be that sense of like, oh, there's eyes now. You know right? I mean? So, yeah. Did you try to study his accent or anything, or did you? Yeah, yeah. So, do you think he was watching you for that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, we we worked with um 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 a guy named Leon who's actually in the film, and you know one thing that they want to always make sure is that we don't slip into a Jamaican accent because when me and Namdi first started, we both started speaking in a Jamaican accent. Right. Because those we're just like, oh, you're island guys with Jamaican accent. And they're like, no, it's it's Trinidad. It's a little bit different. There's a little variation. So that so he helped us along the way with that. That's so cool. Did you meet Carl King? Yeah. God, yeah. he's like legendary for oh what he's God. done for civil rights. That's that's amazing. Namdi's a nice guy. I was like, Namdi, you're a nice guy. But when I met Carl, I was like, oh, you ain't even nice no more. This is right. This is really a nice. No, I mean, they're, they're both beautiful. But Carl is just like one of those people you come into contact with. And you're just like, I, I don't meet people this nice on a normal basis. It's it's crazy. He's just a really pleasant um, big-hearted person just gives you faith in humanity yeah, yeah what was so when when you got the script like how did it happen how did you get involved in this project um i got the script and uh, i read it but i didn't realize that it was a true story and then i you know once i put that together i was like wow really like okay this is a no-brainer yes we need to do this like where do i how do i where how when, yeah who me <laughs> and so yeah it just it just ended up happening that way it was really amazing. I mean, you're acting. Well, one thing about your face, you have the most kind, expressive face. It's funny though how you can change your face because in the one scene where he's trying to take your picture and your you have your brow is furrowed, and then yeah. he says "step quickly" and like you killed somebody, and then you smile. Yeah. Like your face is so expressive. 
is that is that just you or is is uh his face like that uh, it's wrinkly and old looking so i can do a lot of stuff with it when you're <laughs> no, skinny not your... you can contort you know what i mean like you can yeah. just make it look i can just turn into a glob right now if i wanted to <laughs> um no I, I i think yeah that's but being in in prison for a really long time i naturally thought that one might need to hide their expressions mm -hmm. they might need to not be as a expressive in order to survive that kind of environment and so I felt there would be times in the story where it would be nice to see him um, break that and get a sense of the real Colin. And to me, the real Colin was always smiling underneath that and attempting to uh, be the best man he could be in the circumstances that he was in and not become a victim to those circumstances. So that was a moment there where I wanted to kind of show, lift the veil of his sort of persona that he needed and show him um, as, as he really was. Yeah, because I've heard him described as like he's just sitting there all zen yeah. and things are going crazy around him, but he just has this way about him where he's like always calm. Yeah, I feel like the real Colin, you could drop a bomb next to him and he'd be like, what, what's up? Like, really? Yeah, he's just, he's just very a very centered person. How he was able to achieve becoming that centered after having gone through what he went through, I don't know. Um, but it's an amazing, amazing thing to witness. Because, I mean, it hardens people usually. So it's like... You would think, yeah. Yeah, you would think. It's yeah. just amazing that he was able to hang on to that part of him, I think. And yeah. It's so beautiful. Like, and So you met his wife. There's like the real... The woman that he got married to who used yeah. to be his girlfriend and but everything. But you know what? If you think about it, just because you're zen doesn't mean you aren't tough. And I think uh, the part that allowed him to get through this situation was because he was a tough tough person mm -hmm. even if he wasn't out there knocking people out and stabbing people he was a tough person because he persevered anyone who's ever had to persevere through something in the face of circumstances that otherwise wouldn't allow you to that's a tough person i don't care what you look like what you act like you're a tough person if you made it through right and colin did that and he would not have been able to do it by the way if it wasn't if it wasn't for his other tough person his wife right um, antoinette who was operating on the outside of the jail always having his back, um, always going to bat for him, continuing to work closely with Carl in order to bring him through. Their partnership allowed him to maintain. She was a very spiritual person, um, and she taught him different ways to use your breath and release your stress. And this is very necessary in order for you to make it through. Breathe, breathe out. That's an important thing that people uh, take for granted that she instilled within him for stress management, something he would need coming into contact with all these different things he would uh, invariably come, um, inevitably come into contact with. So it was people like her, people like Carl, people like the community around them that uh, really had hearts and believed allowed this to happen. And so we tried to capture that in this film. Yes, I know a guy who learned he became a Buddhist in prison. And I know it does, it does take a special kind of person to be able to do that. I mean, you do, you do have to be strong in your mind and in your body because it's, it's a discipline. Mm -hmm. But um, the guy, one thing I wanted to ask about Colin is, did he, has he seen the movie? Yes. Yeah. And did he like it? Yes, yes. Him and his whole family um, saw the, the film. And throughout him sort of coming and visiting said we would, you know, um, meet with each other, we would talk. We didn't really have very much physical contact. Uh, after the film was out, he just kept shaking my hand, Aww. kept giving me hugs, and it just felt good to me because I, I, I felt like I'd, I'd done something good. You know, um, if I finish a film and I think my performance is okay, which I never do, I hate all my performances. But really? Yeah, I just kind of just a little tough on myself. 
but if I come from a film and the people say it's okay and then I think, oh, that's good, then I think I've done a good thing. I think I've done a good job. But I realized I haven't done this film. No, a good thing is having someone's story be told and their family coming up on the stage crying because they love hearing their story being told. And, and, and being a part of that, this family, this thing, that's, that's a good thing. And that's, that's what I uh, would really do this for, to have real human connections. So it doesn't matter about whether people think it's a good performance or whatever people will take from it is, is irrelevant to me ultimately. What's important is that this guy got to see something horrific have a, a silver lining. That's beautiful. And it was a, such a beautiful movie. But you did, did do an amazing oh, job. You. you and Namdi were both amazing in it. I mean, the acting was so incredible. Like, it just sucked me in right away. I think audiences are really going to love this movie. And I'm wondering, I'm wondering how many people are going to remember that it was a real thing that happened. Mm -hmm. And even if it's like, even if they don't know, I mean, I love the way, you know, where it ends. By the end, you do know. Yeah. Um, because they show pictures of the real guy and then, you know, yeah. people will go home. And it's like, because the thing is, it's like this kind of social injustice still happens. Mm -hmm. And it, it's not, it's not something that just went away. Mm -mm. And Colin got to be in a movie. Yeah. But not just any old movie, a movie that speaks directly to his experience and will hopefully help people. And uh, if it does nothing more than have them have a discussion about it, I think that's a step toward where we want to go with these with these kinds of movies. So um, I'm, I'm really happy for him, happy for his family and happen, happy to be here with you talking about Crown Eyes. Thank you for being on Radio Rehab, Keith. I really appreciate it. And I hope a lot of people go see the movie. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks. Crown Heights will be in theaters everywhere starting tomorrow, and I suggest you see it because it was really great. And here's what I learned from my interview with Lakeith Stanfield. It's really hard for me to talk to somebody who's extremely attractive in person. It makes me sweat. Just saying, thought you would like to know that. Just being transparent. You know, honesty is my jam. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on Radio Rehab. Keep coming back.